Hi, I'm Kate. And I'm Luke. And this is The Parent Diaries. We're an English guy and an Irish girl that fell in love, got married, and now we're ready to start a family. This podcast is our honest account of becoming first-time parents as we navigate the slightly terrifying but equally exciting journey to parenthood. It will cover everything from fertility and trying to conceive right through to the baby arriving. Now, we're not celebrities, we're not doctors, we're not midwives, and so far we've collectively held a baby about three times. But we're going on this journey no matter what, so you may as well come along for the ride. Hello, and welcome to The Parent Diaries, episode... 18. 18. Madness. We're flying through Absolute now. madness. We're flying through. And this is a good point, actually. We've only said we're going to do 23 episodes. Yeah. Don't ask me why it's 23. I'd have no idea, but... Just think it was the number of topics we could think about. <laughs> yeah. about. It's the amount of content we have yeah, available. Exactly. So, and yeah, once we get to 23, that's going to be it, basically, um, for season one. We will do another season. We think. <clears throat> we think. I we're think gonna, we will. We're going we're gonna to be suspenseful and... Maybe we'll put it to a vote on Instagram. Yeah. Do you want another season yeah. or have you had enough of us yeah. listening to us moaning about pregnancy? Uh, so this week we're talking about baby essentials again. <laughs> we're baby essentials revisited. If you haven't already listened to our baby essentials part one and part two, go back and listen to them first. That's episodes ten and eleven. Episodes ten and eleven, because mm-hmm. that will give you some context. We essentially looked at everything baby related and what you would need. Well, what we thought you'd need. What we thought. That's very important. <laughs> and actually. we still don't actually know until the baby's here and we can road test some of these things for real. We don't actually know if they really are essential. So Yeah, exactly. So we we basically set our list and then we bought all our baby essentials. Yeah. And this episode revisiting is just giving you guys a little bit of an update on where we are with things like the nursery. Yeah. And we have actually put together a few of these bits now as well and talking through that too. Mm-hmm. Um, but first off, how are you doing? I am good. I am 34 weeks pregnant. I feel like I'm being constantly kicked by baby C. And punched. But really... Like and this, head-butted. All of the above. I think it's just the lack of room that there clearly is now. So that's been interesting. It's nearly constant all day long. In terms of like appointments and stuff, I have a midwife appointment coming up. Again, I think it's just more of the same. So similar to what I've discussed in previous episodes. Couple of things. I don't think I've mentioned this in a previous episode, but I went into a hospital briefly a few weeks ago to be monitored due to reduced fetal movements. Do I, do I talk We definitely about? have not mentioned this, no. No, no. And, I, and I think it's actually worth flagging it because this is something that throughout your pregnancy, the midwives and the doctors and stuff that you deal with will always talk to you about making sure you're monitoring. Um, we just caveat that with everything is fine. Oh yes, got everything is fine. And actually I went in after the fact. So uh, like I'd had a, a day or two maybe of slightly less movement. Then the baby's movements picked up again. But when I mentioned it to the midwife, I, I think it was my 32 week appointment or maybe the pr- previous one. And she was like, I would su- suggest going in and just getting checked. So I went in, I was strapped up to, I think it's called a CTG which basically monitors the baby's fetal heartbeat, measures your heartbeat. There's a whole load of things that are going on. And you also hold a little clicker, and every time you feel them in the space of a half hour, you click that they've moved. And she looked at my, what do you, what do you call the things that come out of a, like a heart monitor thing? This, a trace. A trace, that, that's the word. She looked at the trace, so basically a piece of paper which no- noted down all those movements in the heart rate and was like, 
you're absolutely fine. Like as in, and actually she even went so far as to say you probably shouldn't come in, but this was like the advice I've been given by the midwife. Yeah, it's interesting because, well, that's the advice you were given by the community midwife and then the hospital midwife didn't think you needed it. No. So it's interesting to see the difference between the opinion of one clinician to another. It varies so much. It does vary quite a bit. To be honest, I'd rather someone be more risk averse than, you know... Oh, yeah. Tolerant, well, that's what they are doing. They're just being yeah. like, right, well, let's just send you in. Because worst comes to worst, like, you're going to be, you're, you're, you'll be fine. <laughs> no, best case scenario, you'll be fine. Not worst comes to worst. Yeah, that didn't yeah. make sense. Um, anyway, so yeah, that's just something to, to highlight. And I'll stick up a photo on Instagram just to show you what it looks like, that kind of, all the, the contraptions that you need to wear. Because I did take a little selfie when I was in, in the unit. Other than that, I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good, yeah. Just dealing with this crazy weather, really. Um, And obviously, I'm back in the office, so going back and forth, trying to manage that. Yeah. Yeah, other than that, I'm all good. You have AC in the office, though, which is such a game changer. That definitely helps. Yeah. We've seriously considered it a couple of times. I cannot justify air conditioning, the installation of it. Oh, my God. Not at the moment, no. no. But who knows? Maybe in the future, when we get more of this crazy weather, we might do. Who knows? I'm actually really looking forward to our trip away because we're, go- we're yeah. going to Cornwall actually next month. So we probably will mention it again at we some will. point. We will, unless it's for Luke's birthday. He loves going away for his birthday. It's his thing every year. Yeah, I, d- I just don't like to be at home for my birthday. Yeah, you're I don't a birthday diva. I don't think that's very diva-ish. I think that's just, <laughs> that's fair. But there is a little bit of concern from on Kate's part because mm. she will be quite pregnant. Like when I say quite pregnant, I mean pretty much full term when we end up going away yeah. to Cornwall so we could have a Cornish baby but guys a Cornish baby I'm definitely packing the birth bag and I've even considered packing the car seats yeah in the car, I'll I'm just honest. I'll just uh put, put a little list up of all the hospitals nearby I've been told that the nearest one is probably going to be like Plymouth or Exeter or oh, something really? like that so is that yeah quite far away from... it's quite far away yeah wonderful so if we're in like land's end we're gonna have a long drive oh god anyway yeah so that's kind of how we're doing and the things that we have coming up and how is the nursery doing in your opinion (sighs) that's a loaded question (laughs) let's be real so we were all very kind of like gung-ho about it two months ago because it has been two months basically um we cleared wardrobes out we moved furniture around we measured up the room we no, pulled together our list, ordered it all. We did a lot. We did fair. a lot in a we very a short space of time. It was a very concentrated, focused effort. Since then, what has essentially happened is, as you described it before, our factory of a spare room or a warehouse of a spare room with all the baby crap that's in it has just sat there gathering dust. It's a derelict baby wasteland. It's basically, yeah. So not a whole lot. And it's mainly down to the fact that we have a very annoying large wardrobe to get rid of before we can do much more i'm also blaming it on the weather because when it's stinking hot you do not want to be taken apart like wardrobes or you don't want to be trying to move stuff around or erecting things well weather has nothing to do with the whole you could have advertised that the wardrobe needed to be sold a long time ago how about this? Does anyone want to buy a wardrobe? If you do, please contact Parent <laughs> There you go. It might be a more effective way of shifting it. It might be. Well, it is advertised now. Yeah. But the point being is that we did put a few things up. So we put our eye candy together. The mm. eye candy being our transport system that we went for in the end. Big yeah. wheel, Big wheels. <laughs> big wheels. You know what they say about big wheels? What do they say about I big wheels? Know. Big tyres? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's up anyway. The dresser changer. That took a lot longer than I think we realised it was going to. 
Yeah, it did. But that looks good. I actually, you know the way, so initially when we put it up at the start, I wasn't sure. Just about, I like the style of it. I wasn't sure about colour. It's, it's a gr- linen. Linen is the colour. Yeah. Now imagine what you think a linen would look like, yeah. guys, in terms of a colour. And then that's definitely not the colour that yeah, it is. Yeah, I don't know. I still, and I'm going to make it sound disgusting now, but it almost has like a slight yellow hue to it. Like that's what I see. It looks like a white towel that has gone to the beach. That sounds horrendous. And it's not quite as bad as that, but I do know where you're going with yeah. that description. But I quite like the colour. I've, so. It's definitely grown on me. Um, I think once the cot is up as well. and then Oh yeah, the cot's the same colour and yeah. the same style. So we went for the Tutti Bambini yeah. sleigh bed. bed. It's called the Roma. Roma sleigh. Yeah, and not then, the mini, the full size. One. Yeah, full size. Yeah. And the same with the, what would you the call it? The dresser changer. Dresser yeah, changer, yeah. 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 So that was also the same style. They, they do look really good when they're up. Yeah. We can't put the crib up until we get with the wardrobe. Yeah. As we have been talking about for two months. Yeah. Hopefully, the next time we, with this is mentioned, it will be gone. Yeah. Um, and we're keeping the bed in there, which we thought was a good idea. And then we realised, well, we can't have a, actually have anyone to stay because there'll be a baby in there. And, like, it'll be really disruptive. But plan B is the fact that if I need to sleep in a separate room or you need to sleep yeah. in a separate room, then we can do that and it, we have that option. It is good. So it, it's something it, to think about. Definitely. Um, I think particularly in the first six months, yeah, so if you need to get sleep and uh, the baby's not sleeping through the night, which we know it probably won't be, yeah, you'll be able to get some shot eye, which is yeah. good. We did also assemble our sleeper. So this is what baby C is going to be sleeping in for the first six months, which is going to be directly next to our bed. Mm-hmm. The great thing about this one is that you can assemble and disassemble really, really easily. We had to disassemble it because Luna, the cat, kept on trying to get into it. Oh so she, yeah, She wants to get into everything. She does. Even when we put stuff in in the actual co-sleeper itself to kind of prevent her like really uncomfy kind of boxes yeah. that was her jam she just yeah. decided that was even more comfy so we had to take sitting, it down she likes sitting on odd things I think it that's fits, pretty standard yeah. cat behaviour yeah no I would even argue around using the word assembly for that co-sleeper because it's so easy and simple yeah that was a, that was a good buy I've got a good feeling about that yeah it's a travel cot too so you can take it because it all folds up and it goes into like a little bag that has a shoulder strap and yeah quite heavy but yeah if you've yeah. got a car i think that'd be great yeah and then you've also bought a few more items too they're uh, not but yeah. would you call these essentials they're probably well, yeah so yeah. um i got a so we'd spoken about the baby bjorn carrier but because i've heard newborns really like slings we got a sling from free rider yeah and you've mentioned those sling libraries before yeah. um, and you can have a look on them and see what's right for Try you in terms of sling mm-hmm. and since then as part of um, one of the antenatal courses we did they actually show you how to set up a sling yeah which is very interesting i tried it i didn't tell you this so during the week i, I had a go it's i think she made it look way more complicated than it actually is I think oh okay it's a pretty simple so it's thing actually to do. easier yeah. than it looks yeah, yeah, yeah. okay i think you know when you have like 40 pairs of eyes staring at you yeah. like yeah you get under a bit of pressure anyway yeah. um so i was gonna say because it did look like some kind of like Origami. torture yeah exactly like yeah. you were wrapping yourself up folding yeah. yourself up yeah. into pieces but they're um, meant to be really great because babies like being close to you like and it gives you the option kind of having skin to skin almost type contact with yeah them. definitely the sling is one thing you got what what did you go for which one uh free rider free rider yeah and that, that sounds really like cool it is free rider yeah no it's it's a good it's quite a well-known brand and they had a sale as well which was great you did can, you go for a leopard print one no i didn't oh i'm disappointed <laughs> for a nice dark green so i figured that oh, you cool. like that color excellent well. so yeah i got that uh, i've also been doing a bit of shopping for the birth bag 
as well. So, so what is a birth bag? Because we have have we mentioned birth bag before? In terms, did we mention on birthing preferences? Probably, I don't know we did. Maybe not actually. So people often refer to these as hospital bags. I've started calling it a birth bag because at one point I was considering a home birth, and the whole idea is like you might not end up in a hospital, but they're essentially this one and the same. You need a couple of things, and we can go into this in a little bit more detail in a, in a future episode, but. You have like a bag for yourself, a bag for your baby, and and a bag bag for your partner. It's like you're all going on a little expedition, isn't it? It, it, Oh my gosh, I've never planned so Mm. hard for an expedition, if that's what we're calling it. You don't need to pack a tent. No, you don't, you don't. So got a couple of bits for that, mainly for both during labour and then post-labour. They're the the main items that you kind of need to buy, because everything else you have already at home, really. Yeah, so we can go through that. We're going to do an episode on life in the third trimester. Yep. So summarising third trimester, how it's all gone for Kate yeah. and all the key essentials you need to know about the third trimester in general before you get to the business of labour. And we will mention birthing bag and everything you will need within a birthing bag, or we yeah. think you need at least. Actually, it is everything you need because you've done extensive research into this. I, I, so. Again, with all of these things, like because it's the first baby, I'm going... What's everything being really comprehensive? But if you have another baby, you'll probably like cut that list in half and be like, probably. you don't need half of these things. There's probably parents listening to this little laughing oh, every yeah. episode. Oh, these I, fools. I, I fully they know expect that. I fully <laughs> expect it. They're, they're the main things. And then I got like a little, um, the Red Castle Cocooner Baby. It's kind of like a sleep aid. Red Castle Cocooner Baby. It's a mouthful. I have it? an image in my mind of a little caterpillar. Yeah. <laughs> what about? No. So what is it? Like people will be probably more familiar with brands like Sleepyhead or Docatot. They're, they're kind of like nests and they're very controversial. I presume I'm not familiar with anything. Um, <laughs> they're basically just things that you can sleep your baby in during the day. So it needs to be right. used for monitored sleeping. It can't like, you shouldn't have to sleep a baby in these things This overnight. is the thing that a lullaby trust is a little bit uh, yeah. hesitant yeah. on. It's not been recommended as a, or considered quote unquote safe or yeah. safe sleeping yeah. but then the instances of there being any sort of SIDS or, or any other sort of thing going on is pretty much non-existent it's mainly in America and it's been a, right. a handful of things the particular brand I've gone for has never had anything yeah uh, I suppose it's just it. it's like with anything there's risks involved yeah. and obviously Lullaby Trust has a kind of a duty of care to inform of the risks and the research that's out there yeah. and, and, and everything but as we've said before with informed consent doing your research knowing mm. knowing your choices yeah i i personally agree with you as long as the baby's supervised yeah and you're watching it i don't think there's an increased risk compared to if the baby was in anywhere yeah, else no, like completely. to be honest like you know so like obviously lullaby trust their guidelines for safe sleep is completely flat surface nothing yeah. around the baby so yeah. like no like teddies or even a blank well you can have a blanket but it needs to be tucked in Teddies, toys pillows all that sort oh, of stuff yeah get rid of it you shouldn't have any of that whereas with things like a sleepy head like there are sides to it so the whole yeah. idea is that a baby could like they're not entirely turn their they're heads. not breathable really are they either so exactly so that that's the danger yeah. in, in which you know there is but the one we went for it, it's i wouldn't know even what to call it maybe a sleep positioner um, it doesn't really look like there's sides to that there one. aren't sides to it but because the whole idea is it's almost recreating the womb like that type of environment for the baby like it so it's you know you could argue that the baby's like head could go into like a, a, a position like their sorry chin could go into their chest and therefore like obstruct their breathing anything yeah. like that so that's why you just have to be keeping an eye on them and it's an alternative to using something like a uh, Moses basket or a carry cot or whatever it might be a bouncer 
or or bouncer um but the whole idea is that this in particular is very lightweight it's very portable and it doesn't take up loads of space so i'd sleep in it it looks really comfortable and people like the reviews i've read people like rave about it so that was one some, something else that we got that we hadn't mentioned originally on our list but to be honest the last bits that i need for baby anyway or we need are clothes baby clothes just getting more baby grows more muslins yeah more um, stuff to throw up on and <laughs> poo on well today Lovely. we're going to grab like buy the first set of nappies ever that we haven't bought any i've been given lots from not not secondhand nappies just nappies that friends whose babies grew out of in terms of size and they had spare so we have loads of those but um picking up nappies and kind of water wipes and all that stuff today it's getting real Getting really real. It's getting real. really real. It's going to be even more real as next week's episode, we're going to be discussing our final scan, which is going to be the 36-week scan. And I know a lot of you are probably thinking, 36-week scan? Kate just said she was 34 weeks pregnant. Yes, we are going to be taking a brief break from recording. So please don't hate us. So episode nine, 19, 19, 19 yeah. will be out next week. We are going to time travel <laughs> two weeks forward. Exactly. So, <laughs> um, yeah. And it, it, we just need that time to sell the wardrobe. <laughs> basically yeah and get the whole nursery sorted hopefully. <laughs> yeah exactly because time is running out mm-hmm. so yeah we'll be and episode 19 we'll be talking about 36 week scan and the parenting plan or yeah. supposed parenting plan we've been reading lots of books which is a dangerous we, thing we you've been reading lots of books and telling me about them yeah which is also a dangerous thing <laughs> From that, we're going to be discussing potential ways of parenting, very controversial subjects, so we'll just dip our toes in very lightly, and perhaps in future episodes, we'll discuss in a bit more detail, and we can get other people's opinions. Speaking of other people's opinions, we need your questions, guys, because we are also going to be doing an episode which will include a QA. and a I love that segue. Thanks. So this is your opportunity to ask us questions what do you want to know do you want to know anything yeah and and nothing is off limits so i feel don't say that don't say that we're gonna get really weird questions now there are certain things that were off limits so if you send me some (laughs) weird questions then yeah i probably will just chuck them away delete yeah so i'm only gonna ask uh answer questions that are are actually appropriate appropriate interesting and relevant fair enough don't ask me for weird stuff because i won't get back to you (laughs) Um, so, yeah, I guess in terms of sending those questions in, you can send them to us at the Parent Diaries UK on Instagram. So you can DM us. I might even put a little story up on uh, Instagram so that you can actually just send them in like a little Q&A box. We also have our email, which I can't remember off the top of my head now. Can you? Oh, well, that's really good. I think it's you can't parent- remember our email. How are they going to get the questions to us? I think it's the Parent the parent Diaries UK at gmail.com. There you go. You can email those in as well or just text us if you know us. Or you could just come round. Just pop round. What, what was that noise? This is my fan. <laughs> <laughs> I, you, you took a, like a micro pause there. So I was like, get the, the fan on. It's really warm. I, I'm 34 weeks pregnant. Give me a break. Okay. You deserve a break. Yeah. That's why we're going to Cornwall to run, run around all the, yeah. the fields. He has me on a very strict itinerary. Lots of walking, which, by the by, induces labour. I am I really want a Cornish baby. What can I say? Oh, my God. Okay. On that note, pause there. And mm-hmm. next week, we will be going through 36-week scan and parenting plan. So join us for that one, guys. Speak to you then. Bye. Bye. So that's it for another episode of The Parent Diaries. Don't forget to subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it's out.
Also, we'd love you to give us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, as it helps others to find the show. Five-star reviews, greatly appreciated. If you'd like to get in touch with us or if you've any suggestions for the show, drop us an email at theparentdiariesuk at gmail.com or you can follow us on Instagram at theparentdiariesuk. Thanks again and catch you on the next episode.